0: It's Loving the Strange with Carrie Jones and Sean Ferrar. Loving the Strange, a podcast for weirdos and those who want to be weirder. Embrace the strange. New episodes every Saturday. Live streaming Fridays. Loving the Strange. Check us out. Hey. What's hey up? man. Hey boo. Called? Okay, Sean is in charge of this podcast. So if there's oh. dramatic pauses that don't there's make any problem. sense. Yeah, it's because Shawnee is in charge. <laughs> and Shawnee's in charge because, A, I have too much to do and I'm a little stressed out. But, B, because it's things that intrigue the Ferrar. She's such a victim. I am a victim. <laughs> I'm a victim of life, man, oh, and a victim of the Ferrar.
1: You can at least say what we're talking about tonight.
0: Okay, so tonight we're talking about poop.
1: No, the other no, No,
0: the other spontaneous combustion of (laughs) humans—a topic recommended by our friend from Trenton slash Ellsworth, Maine, Jack Raymond. Jack is an amazing human and part of my zombie apocalypse team, which you're not on for our. But yeah.
1: Yeah. i'm not it. on your uh, zombie apocalypse scheme.
0: no it's all me and jack honestly yeah
1: fine <laughs> <laughs> you don't get any of my guns or any of my food stores.
0: <laughs> that's no so problem. unfair that's so unfair because i don't have any guns but i do have food sources
1: you don't have food stores i said if you're not they're in include, my
0: basement
1: they're automatically mine if you're not going to include me on your team
0: Dude, that's not how
1: it works. It, it's how it will work, because I have the guns. No. <laughs> Think about it rationally for one second. I have the guns.
0: If Therefore, I stole the key to the gun station. You don't know where it is. I don't
1: know. <laughs> <honestly. laughs> Anyways.
0: Our life is such that we are gun owners, and we have all our guns safely tucked away, because Sean used to be a cop, but now he's not thinking. God, and he owns some guns and they're all like stored away in a gun locker in our basement. And there's a key to it. And I honestly don't know where the key to our house is, let alone <laughs> no. the key to a gun locker. <laughs>
1: Wait, Can you put Rob Benson's thing up on (laughs) the screen?
0: All right, so so those of you who are hearing this after our Friday live show, we have people who comment during our live show. One of those people is our local pastor, an adorable human being and force of good, Rob Benson, um, at the United, I think it's the Bar Harbor Congregation the church, United Church of Christ. Um, And Rob is an angel in human form. Um, and he just posted that he's in the middle of playing D&D or otherwise he'd tune in. <laughs> so we know where we are in Rob's, like, hierarchy of words.
1: <laughs> you know, when I was growing up in the Pentecostal church, D&D, Not
0: Congo. No yeah, Congo there, man.
1: Dungeons and Dragons with nothing but of Satan. It Dude. was bad, bad, bad.
0: Look, we had, all right. So I was a really big D and D person. I even like taught it at kids college, which was um, in Bedford, New Hampshire. When I was growing up, kids college was this thing that gifted and talented kids could get to go and do on Saturday mornings instead of having a life where they enjoyed like cartoons or hanging out with their friends. Instead, they could go to this college setting and take classes. And one of the classes was Dungeons and Dragons, which as I aged out of kids college, I got to co-teach. <laughs> Anyways, so I had all these Dungeons and Dragons books as a kid. And my mom, um, who was devastatingly poor and was always trying to make some money in, in whatever way she could, that was legal, had this yard sale. And we had all our Dungeons and Dragons books out from when I was a child. And um, I think I was like 18 or 19. During this yard sale, and a woman came up and she was like, Satan! You are Satan! And like, freaked (laughs) out because we have these dungeons and She must have been
1: Pentecostal.
0: She bought the (laughs) books, right? She bought the books, and we were like so desperate for money. We were like, yeah, take them. And she said, and I quote, I'm gonna burn these.
1: Oh, I believe it. I believe it.
0: I know. What?
1: When I was going to Pentecostal church one day, I was in Sunday school, and I I accidentally said something about watching the Muppets, and I was like, because <gasps> you weren't even supposed to, you you weren't even supposed to watch television, but, but we oh. watched my you know my parents are like mm. TV gotta have TV, so it's I was r- like oh I screwed up they're gonna throw us out.
0: <laughs> it's really hard to imagine your mama in the Pentecostal church, babe.
1: Oh, it was a rough time.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, it was really hard.
1: <laughs> if you want to talk about horrible domestic situations, that can be another episode.
0: All right. All right. <laughs>
1: and not that it had anything to do with the church. I don't want to anger any.
0: No, it was more like
1: costals, But dude,
0: there, just there be was real. A, it there was
1: a conflict because it was my dad that was the primary driver of the of the church stuff.
0: But your dad died a Catholic, right? Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> he went. He went. Uh, I don't know, up or down. I mean, as far as ease all of, of religion, as over. far as ease of religion, you're going up if you go from Pentecostal to Catholicism, right?
0: I don't really know because I've never been Pentecostal.
1: Oh, it's harsh. <laughs> it's harsh.
0: <laughs> so, anyways, Liz Graves, one of our friends, has just comment that. Commented that Sean has an evil laugh going. I would call that a cackle, Liz, and I expect it <laughs> to only get worse throughout this podcast.
1: <laughs> Carrie's always like, all you do is laugh during the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, you
0: have to speak in sentences. I I'm,
1: haven't stopped speaking in sentences since the podcast began. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs>
0: Anyways, Steve Boucher would like to know if there's a swing involved with D&D, and I would rather not answer that question. No, um, there's
1: a, there's only one D in that particular sport. That would yeah. be BDSM, but whatever.
0: I don't. I, I, that all went above my head.
1: Well, you know we have those beams in our bedroom because our house is Post and Beam, but we could throw okay. one up there pretty quick. That's never happened.
0: A, because I I would not spend the money. I would not spend that money. And I would worry about the structural integrity of the house. So, So anyways.
1: We tried it with one of the ones we took from the old Park Street playground, but it didn't work out so good. He's lying. I'm just kidding. Yeah.
0: He's absolutely (laughs) lying right
1: now. Anyways, our podcast is supposed to be about spontaneous human combustion. Which Carrie might do here shortly.
0: <laughs> I feel like I'm really getting close, honestly. I'm like super getting close. <sighs> all right. So, anyways, Sean's supposed to be in charge of this podcast. And as we can all see, it's not going all that well. So, I'm going to talk quickly about spontaneous combustion because I don't, I have trust issues and I don't expect Sean to be able to pull us through. So, according to britannica.com there was an instance of spontaneous combustion of the human sort on christmas eve 1885 this allegedly happened in oh, yeah. seneca illinois That's
1: a do you know one. about the Spoo? oh yeah okay i did and my research
0: do you know about matilda rooney is she the
1: 1885 woman
0: yeah, but I'm I'm sure she was much more than that. I don't feel like her identity should be condensed to the year of her death. No. I'm, don't ask me. Roll on with your story. All right. So apparently, Matilda, best name ever, and if I were capable of having more children, I would potentially name a baby girl child this um burst into flames Christmas Eve. Very dramatic. Matilda was hanging out all by herself in her kitchen when it happened, because of course, women were all are always hanging out all by themselves <laughs> in their kitchen. And the fire that consumed her, quickly consumed all of her, except for her feet.
1: That's right, that's right.
0: And it also managed to kill her husband, Patrick.
1: Not the fire, though.
0: No, the fumes Yes, killed Patrick. That's right. And I kind of like that because it's like this perception of a woman
1: burning.
0: Like, this girl is on fire. Is that the Alicia Keys song? And, like, not only is she on fire. This girl is on fire.
1: Okay. Sorry.
0: That was so bad.
1: I know. I can't sing for crap. Anyways, keep rolling.
0: I do not know how I can recover from that baby. But anyways, Patrick was in her another room. And Patrick was suffocated in the fumes of Matilda, this girl who is on fire, right? Yes. And the investigators came and they're like, what the F, what the heck happened? They have like no understanding of foul play. They're like, this is really weird. The, all we know is like the Rooneys have been drinking some whiskey. Yeah. Their farm hand, because apparently they were wealthy enough to have a farm hand has spent like some hours with them, said nothing was weird, nothing weird going on. They're just drinking some whiskey like you do in 1885 in Illinois. And like the investigators, you know, like fire investigators, which would be a kind of cool job, except for the dead bodies, Like could found, find no ignition point for the blaze.
1: <laughs>
0: but the fire was so hot, That like Matilda was just ashes and feet. Yep. And the fire didn't spread in the rest of the room of her farmhouse.
1: And was was there was there anything left behind besides her feet? Did you? I don't believe
0: so. Just like a like a couple bones. Right.
1: Yeah. No. No. I mean, like any residue. I'm, Um... I'm leaving you here.
0: I don't know. It, was there any resident? Okay. Of all right. Sean Ferrar. Okay. Husband <laughs> of my heart. Was uh, there? Any? All
1: right. So, if the very first case that people can find was in the 1400s, and that was a, an Italian knight who took two ladles of a very strong la- wine one night. And suddenly, immediately vomited flame and then burst into flames entirely.
0: That's because a man of God is not supposed to do that sort of stuff, right?
1: Is a knight a man of God?
0: I don't know. If he was on a crusade or something.
1: Oh, crap. I Maybe he had an
0: ulcer. Oh, my
1: gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he had an ulcer. But in the 1400s, you kind of have to discount that story, right? Why? I don't know, because people were just more attuned to exacerbating stories.
0: Are you serious? (laughs) Yeah. Dude, no. Dude, (laughs) no. Think about all the false news going on right now. Okay. Don't make this political. I'm not. I'm not making it political, but like you can take people's faces and put them in false videos And which they're saying things like Carrie is the most awesome human being in the whole world, and you should buy other books. Oh, that wouldn't be
1: false at all.
0: No, but it would be if Tom Cruise was saying it. You know what I mean? Like
1: strategy. Yeah, but I don't want any (laughs) science. I don't want a Scientologist endorsing you. I'm sorry, (laughs) but anyways. And besides, I don't like Tom Cruise because he played my favorite book character in a movie, and he's like four and a half feet tall. That's
0: really, really,
1: really bigoted, honey. Jack Reacher's like six-something. Okay, what's Tom Cruise? Five, six? I have no idea. I have no idea. You know he's short because you hate the guy. I know you know all the stats on him.
0: He just is always giving (laughs) me the creeps. There's certain actors and humans in real life that I interact with who give me the creeps. And usually my gut feeling about them is correct. (laughs) That doesn't mean they're beyond redemption. It just means that I don't really want to interact with them because they're creepy. Oh,
1: I understand. I understand.
0: And to me, no offense to Tom Cruise, he might be a wonderful human being. Human wonderful. A. But to me, he's creepy.
1: He's a good actor. There's no denying is that. Is he? But he shouldn't He shouldn't. He play. always
0: feels like Tom Cruise to me. So is as that a, really a, a good actor?
1: As a tall man, he shouldn't be playing that part. That's all I think. <laughs> Let's get beyond Tom Cruise, okay?
0: It's really hard to be beyond Tom Cruise because Tom Cruise, once you mention him, kind of takes up all your brain space, which is the magical power of Tom Cruise. (laughs) Well, good sell there, love. Okay. (laughs) But anyways, Anyways, where were we, hun?
1: We were talking about...
0: Spontaneous combustion. Spontaneous
1: combustion.
0: combustion. I was going to call it combustion. I know. Which is a cool well, word, but not totally made up in a George W. Bush kind of way.
1: One of the most recent cases <laughs> took place in Ireland. Really? Where people found the burned body of an elderly man lying with his head near the furnace of the Pause. harp
0: Pause! Time out. Were they drinking whiskey?
1: I haven't gotten there yet.
0: Okay, I'm ready.
1: And it actually, honestly, doesn't say, okay? Okay. All they know...
0: That, that's disappointing. <laughs>
1: Is that they couldn't find any accelerant on the body, no evidence of foul play. No burn. There were burn marks on the floor and the ceiling directly above and below the body, but nothing else was burned. Right? Right.
0: Which, What's...
1: Is, a, which is a common theme. There's a lot of common themes in spontaneous combustion. Okay. Not only about how they burn, but the type of people. Do you want to know what that is?
0: Yes, I would love to know, because I really know nothing about this. But I do know, before you segue into this, that as a child, (laughs) I was terrified of quicksand death and spontaneous combustion. Like, I really, truly believed that I was going to die one of those two ways.
1: One of the things that I was going to say, offhandedly, because it's not important, was that when we were children... In the like 1800s, Um, (laughs) spontaneous combustion was—you don't hear about it nowadays like you did when we were kids, right? Because
0: we're so old,
1: and we didn't have the internet and all that stuff. But you heard about it. Oh come on! I had (laughs) I had cable long before you did
0: because you were wealthier.
1: My point, whatever. Um, (sighs)
0: So
1: you heard about, but. Didn't you hear about it a lot more when you were a child than you do now?
0: It feels like I did, yeah. Yeah,
1: and I think there's a reason for that, and we'll get to that later, okay? Okay. So, one of the biggest factors is that people that supposedly spontaneous combust are female. What? Yes, And, and I think you'll understand why later, because I really believe what they've determined to be the reason for that it seems it makes really crazy logical sense.
0: Can we take a time out? Yeah. You don't believe in Bigfoot. Um, but you believe I'm that women. I'm an
1: agnostic, remember.
0: But you believe that women are more likely to spontaneously combust than men.
1: If you wait till the end, you might okay. Prepare. I'm ready. <laughs> right? Yes. Sir. It's not. It's really not about. It is. It's about gender, but it's about this also. The, the the reports of spontaneous combustion were much more in the 17 or, or let's say 16, 17, 18, and 1900s than it was in the 20 and 21st centuries. Okay. Okay. And it, and it all makes sense, but I'm not going to reveal that till the end.
0: Okay. I I'm, tr-
1: I'm trying to combust. It's I like know
0: you're rubbing your hands together. How
1: you make fire on a survival shit. Anyways. Um, are you
0: naked and afraid
1: right now? I'm not naked, but oh. I will get that way if you want. Uh, <laughs> oh
0: my
1: god! <laughs> anyways, um, the uh, the other <laughs> real common factor is that they are <laughs> not <laughs> very mobile, and that could be oh. that could be due to age, just in some random infirmity. Or, you know, like weight or, or, a, or a, a physical yeah.
0: factor
1: that's limiting their mobility factor, right? Yeah. So, that's all I'm hmm. going to say for now as far as your clues as to what it might be, right?
0: hmm
1: But there have been... And it's not great. I think in the past 300 years, it's only about 200 cases of... Supposed spontaneous human combustion.
0: Yeah, that was positive. That's how I was going to die. You? Yeah, when I was eight. When you were.
1: (laughs) Were you that angry?
0: (laughs) I was just terrified. I was terrified of existing, man. Everything, like, everything was a possibility of death, like quicksand, Bigfoot, spontaneous combustion ghost catching my beds on my bed on fire. I really thought that was going to happen, but spontaneous combustion was like right up there. (laughs) It was one of my major
1: eight year old fears. Yeah. There was a case in St. Petersburg, Florida.
0: (gasps) Oh, that's the state you're from.
1: I know it's crazy. You can spontaneous combust, spontaneously combust just by going outside in the summertime in Florida. Okay. Oh, yeah. So it's not really a big deal. But this particular case, um, the landlady was going around asking for rents or whatever. And she went to this one particular apartment and she noticed that the doorknob seemed a little bit warm. So,
0: dude, that's and, weird.
1: And the tenant wasn't responding, like knock to her, knocks on the door or whatever. So she called the police and they came and they went inside and they found the tenants remains (laughs) in the middle of a six foot scorched area of carpet. And there was furniture within that area that were, was undisturbed meaning like, you know, it wasn't a fight or anything.
0: Right, And there was a
1: pile of newspapers very nearby that hadn't been touched by the flames. But uh-huh. the body was reduced to ash except for the skull and, an <sighs> un, and it, I want you to keep this in mind. And an undamaged foot. Okay? What's up with the feet? Exactly. And I'm <laughs> I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you soon. Right? Okay. But the skull, they say, had been shrunken down to the size of a teacup. What?
0: So, you can't maybe, shrink
1: up bones. Well, no, you can't really. So, That's so BS, man. That, that part is, but the feet and sometimes hands part, it does make sense, and I will explain it to you shortly. Right? Yes. <laughs> and there have actually been court cases <laughs> Like, in 1725, one guy was tried and found guilty for murder of his wife. Because
0: uh, he spontaneously combusted?
1: No. Because, they, because they, he was see, just
0: a dork and mean to her all the time, like you are? And said, oh, I'm just being funny?
1: I'm going to combust right now if you don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> no, they thought they that he had murdered her. But okay. on appeal... He, he actually got his thing overturned because they said she had spontaneous com- spontaneously combusted. No, because, they did not. Yeah, because she was laying on her straw bed and everything. Her, she was burned up, but nothing around her was.
0: None of the straw? Because straw seems really combustible. The
1: straw was minimally damaged. <gasps> That's but none of the wooden stuff around her was damaged at all other combust. than the straw.
0: All right, so why do they think people do spontaneously combust?
1: Really, are you ready for that already?
0: Yeah, I really. it's 724, we're 24 <laughs> minutes into the podcast, but. Already? Yeah. Okay. And we're now, only supposed to go for a half hour, so.
1: Now this is gonna sound a little creepy.
0: Everything okay. is being creepy so far.
1: So be ready for
0: it. I don't think I'm ready.
1: Remember, facts number one. They're the facts? The, well, this is a fact because this is a data driven fact. Okay. The cases of supposed or reported spontaneous combustion have reduced over time. Okay.
0: Is that because our technology is better so we realize people aren't actually spontaneously combusting or something else?
1: Sort of. It's technology related, but not technology like as in computer type technology or even even research. It's more like (laughs) your basic technology like clothing and
0: and how
1: you survive and how you... Take care of yourself, your body.
0: Okay. okay, okay? Cool. Yes. Let us. So. What?
1: spontaneous is what combustion? According to most people, okay, is what they call the Wick effect. Okay. Imagine you're a housewife in the 1700s.
0: I would really rather not, because I feel like I would have no rights and it would be even
1: worse I don't this is not woman. a this is not a poli sci discussion. Imagine everything you
0: is a poly sci discussion, boo, when you're one of the oppressed peoples. right.
1: You're not you're a white woman, so you're oppressed as a woman, but you have white privilege. Okay. Let's not get into that. So true. Now okay. imagine you're a housewife in mm-hmm. the seventeen hundreds. Okay. How often? I don't do you, like it. How? What do you wear as a garment? Clothing. But what's it made out of?
0: It depends on what class I am.
1: You are not a high class. You're a peasant.
0: I would imagine it was like cotton, burlappy, kind of cruddy. How
1: often do you change your clothes and bathe?
0: Not often enough for someone as uptight as myself in the twenty twenty one year that we live in.
1: How do you cook
0: over an open flame?
1: That's a, that's a very valid answer, but okay, uh, you are valid. You, what do you use as your cooking medium often?
0: I have no idea what you mean by medium.
1: If you're gonna throw something in a pan, what's gonna be in there with it?
0: Bacon fat. Lard so
1: exactly yeah. fat. Okay, yeah. So you don't you don't change clothes or bathe very often, but you cook
0: I don't like often. this alternative, Carrie. I don't like
1: her. but you stop. But you okay. cook often. What's happening to that fat in your clothes?
0: It's seeping into my clothing. It's getting, getting into it.
1: your garment, which is
0: in it's and like of a Joe- brother who worked at the weather vane, and every time he came home, he smelled like fish.
1: Oh, fry cook has to yeah. um, immediately take a shower when they come home from work, yes. whether they're male or female. Yes. It's
0: nasty.
1: But imagine you're doing that for days on end, right?
0: I don't really want to.
1: So what's happening to your clothes? They're getting gross. Okay. They're, and well, they're, like, absorbing the
0: they- grease and the lard and right, all that.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Now I feel like I'm passing a test.
1: What is in your house that's necessary for everyday survival because there's no electricity yet?
0: An open
1: flame. Of what kind? What? Of what kind? Fiery kind. kind. All kinds. Candles, heat, right? A heat source like your fireplace or your stove slash oven, right? Open flame. Open flame. So Here's the theory. Okay. Your clothes are soaked in fat, right?
0: I don't uh, like this at all.
1: And this extends <laughs> into modern day actually. So, and it doesn't have to be the set like my clothes are soaked in fat cuz part of it's just human nature.
0: Babe, are you sure your clothes aren't soaked in fat?
1: Not today. I just <laughs> changed, I just changed my shirt. I haven't even cooked in it. Anyways, my body's soaked in fat, but not my clothes. <laughs> um, so here's what happens: you're okay. five. Day, you're five days into the same dress. I... You've been cooking for your husband and your kids every day.
0: That two sounds or, terrible.
1: Two or three meals a day over an open fire using lard, right?
0: Gross. So your clothes
1: yes. are soaked in fat. Okay. You, there's no light in your cabin, your, your house, but you know it's a cab. It's it's a, it's a log cabin of crappy design.
0: I really don't like this life you're creating. Except
1: for ca- You better get used to it. Except for candles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop. Except for candles or the flame of your fireplace, right? Mm-hmm. So you accidentally get too close to the candle. What's going to happen to that? To that cotton or burlap dress that's soaked in fat that you have.
0: Uh, it's gonna go up in flames in okay. like an epic Ethan Allen Poe way.
1: Now, here's the really bad part as far as grossness.
0: Hmm.
1: When that goes up in flames, your body, once you get below that outer layer of skin, you get to the subcutaneous level. Oh, that, that actually. It's called the Wick effect. That actually provides enough fat to keep your body burning. Okay, and if hi, your, hi. if your hand if you're not sitting down because you could have cooked all these dinners and then sat down in your in your rocking chair or later on in years in your easy chair and tried to light a cigarette that could have been the the flame point, right? Yeah, that ignited you but once your body gets to the wick effect where it's burning of its own accord because of its own fat it doesn't even require the the the, the clothing anymore right mm-hmm. if your hands are not in your lap or on your chest if you that's why the feet always remain there's no clothing there hands and feet are very low fat so
0: they don't saying-
1: they don't burn they just that's why they always remain.
0: So basically you're saying that yeah. in all these instances of spontaneous commun- human combustion, right? Yep.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like the f- lack of fire damage to the victim's surroundings mm-hmm. is not really because it's supernatural, but it's mm-hmm. really because there's some sort of external source of ignition Mm-hmm. Be it that open flame, a cigarette, an electrical spark. Currently, you know, right? And and it's destroyed by the resultant fire. And then, even though like whiskey and booze and all that stuff, like um, may not seem to make you more flammable when you're super, 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 super drunk or impaired, like. As a human, you're reacting slowly to the fact that, like, oh, my hand is on fire, and that helps for that wick effect and combustion to happen.
1: That is part of the equation. Whether okay. it's a, whether it's a mental deficiency or a physical deficiency or an impairment, or you're just
0: super freaking drunk. Exactly. Okay.
1: Okay. All right. And that's also why if you like, we so shouldn't less, drink. Let's say you're sitting, yeah, let's say you're sitting in a modern-day easy chair. Flames, flames, (laughs) (laughs) flames burn up easily, but they don't, they don't go laterally easily, right? Right. That's why the damage is never expanded. It's always in that tight thing, and it might be on the ceiling and the floor.
0: And it goes kablooey, as Doug Marshall says.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right. And, your, and your body is feeding the flame itself. It's burning itself.
0: That's so disgusting.
1: But does that make sense to you?
0: Yes, but it's still disgusting.
1: It is disgusting.
0: John Bell sean's friend from childhood through high school
1: beyond and
0: beyond said remember when Winknut spontaneously combusted after he fell in the fire that night at palm beach while drinking moonshine that he kind of spilled down his shirt and somehow into his pants in the crotch area he lit up like the 4th of July, and we all were pouring our beers on him until I grabbed a blanket and wrapped it around him to put out the fire. We almost had to change his name to Fireballs. Dude,
1: but that's, is that, that real? Yes, it's real. No! <laughs> I've Who told,
0: were you in a past life?
1: I've told you about him before. He was just a little bit of a misfit. but. It's not spontaneous combustion because we had an outside source of a fire that lit up the moonshine. <laughs> you have to remember that he's also the same person that that peed in a radiator of an overheating truck to fill it back up. So
0: <laughs> that's logical, honestly. I feel like that's a little more logical. Yeah. Cackle for the rest of the podcast. Oh uh, um, so, no, I'm
1: not. I'm straight as like an arrow, you. girl.
0: <laughs> so, anyways, Sean, do you want to talk about poop?
1: No. We're supposed to talk poop on this. Who kind of the of heck wants to talk about poop? Let's talk yeah. about poop types. And since he's owned it, we'll talk about our friend. I won't even say his name. <laughs> Because, I think
0: that he'd be okay with saying I, his name because, because I, his policy like that.
1: I wrote that podcast yesterday, and he actually fits.
0: It was two, a blog two, post, not a podcast. Uh,
1: uh, mm-hmm. Two but categories. I don't want people to understand
0: who haven't read the, pod, the blog it was
1: post. a blog post. I'm
0: sorry. Sean writes blog posts on every Thursday on our blog at Carrie Jones Bookstop blog.
1: And they're funny and as hell. <laughs>
0: Or is they're poignant and very, very sincere. One or, the, one or the other. One or the other. But this Thursday's blog post, Sean wrote about the types of poopers in the world. And somehow, to me, this seems like a natural segue to spontaneous combustion, possibly because of fumes. And hey, there, now you well, can talk, Sean, because I've given the segue. segue.
1: Before we segue into that, I want to answer Doug's last question. Not All the right. kablooey, the one before that.
0: All right, so Doug Marshall asks, what happens when the fire reaches your body's flammable gases? Because
1: that's actually... Which is pretty
0: much something that happens in our bedroom every night.
1: <laughs> From you.
0: <laughs> no, oh, you lie like an SOB, for our, you lie. Only of late. <laughs> But
1: historically, it's been you. Anyway. Liar. It's spreading in
0: you. I've been dying in the bed.
1: One of the spontaneous human (sighs) combustion theories is that it does involve the body's production of methane and some other stuff. Like if you go on the keto diet, your body, (laughs) yeah, your body, when it enters ketosis, it actually produces something that's... Extremely flammable, and I, I can't remember the name of it, and I didn't print it out, but that is a valid question. And uh, that's so always
0: valid, man.
1: If you happen to catch yourself on fire and you're doing the keto diet, you might burn a little brighter. That's horrible, <laughs> anyways. Talk uh, about poop,
0: man. Talk poop. about poop before we end. I
1: don't want to talk about poop. You've got to
0: talk about poop.
1: I want to talk about the classifications of poopers. Poop styles.
0: <laughs> Sean, in our Thursday post, had poop styles, including the speed demon.
1: Yeah. Would we're, you like
0: to talk about the speed demon?
1: The speed demon. The speed demon is somebody <laughs> Carrie Jones, here. who Shut goes up. into the bathroom and poops so fast that you couldn't tell if they were pooping or just peeing. And then they are like,
0: oh, I'm an efficient human being. OK, I am fast and efficient in everything I do.
1: Not only that, but they set you up to buy time like every time. Oh, I got to pee. So they go in there and they're there like 20 minutes and they're like, oh, I got caught up on the Internet. On my I phone.
0: never take 20 minutes when I pee.
1: No, you don't. Not when you pee or poop, you're you're a speed demon. I
0: am honestly a you're human. a speed demon. If we're gonna talk about this, which I would prefer actually, we did not <laughs> name me and talk about because I would like to pretend I never defecate. <laughs> no, I didn't. You totally clean me out. Oh, wait, but, that means you fit in
1: another category as well. All
0: right. The second did you print category those categories out. No, but I know them. Oh, another awesome. category is the dressing room which this is one would be of our, our favorite friends.
1: I'm not going to say his name, but anyways. He fits boy. in the dressing room and the Raider.
0: Right, so <laughs> the dressing room is like they have to get comfortable to poop. Like They may take off all their clothing, including their shirt.
1: At the very least, they take off their shirt and sometimes their shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, ah, yeah. And it doesn't matter if it's at a house or it's a public like a gas station bathroom.
0: They will get naked to poop. Oh yeah. Because.
1: This particular person is also, falls into the category of the raider,
0: Which <laughs> is a person who sends you what?
1: Where they rate the bathroom if it's a public restroom.
0: So they'll be in the bathroom and they'll be like, take out their phone and they'll text you and be yeah. like, Five stars for decor. No, they don't give it stars. For they,
1: they give it word descriptions. Like remember <laughs> when we before we went to the Balance Rock? this <laughs> oh my is God. True. They were like, Balance,
0: hey, wait. If you go to context, the ba- Sean, stop for okay. context. The Balance Rock is a hoity-toity hotel be an, be, in, bed in. and breakfast yeah. in Bar Harbor, Maine, with a lovely outdoor bar <laughs> and really pretty hand soap.
1: And somehow yeah. we were talking about going here to have some drinks one night. And he's like, Hey, if you go to Balance bounce rock, be sure to check out their bathrooms if which you are to amazing. Go. Because be they're fair. really they're really nice.
0: They are. They are not Circle K or Costco bathrooms.
1: But That's sometimes I'll be just I'll be like working one day in my phone. I'll get a text and I'll be like, hey. I'm at the Shell in Rhode Island, and (laughs) their bathrooms are so clean. I actually took off my shirt and my shoes. Holy crap, it smells great in here. It's fantastic. (laughs) and It's at the intersection of blah, blah, blah. If you're ever down this way, I recommend you stop in.
0: (laughs) Because we go to Rhode Island a lot.
1: But it's fantastic. He should go to... He should write a book about public.
0: He really should write a book about public. We all. Maybe we should make a collaboration. Yeah. Um. What's the announcer, babe? Do you remember what the announcer is? Oh crap! Would you like some help? Oh
1: (laughs) yeah. No, I remember. I'm the. I'm kind of the announcer. Sometimes you are the announcer. The the announcer is the person that goes in the bathroom and does their business, pooping, and then comes out and they're like, "Woo!" (laughs) I don't wanna be the next person in there. Holy <laughs> crap.
0: Holy crap being the operative word. Right? Crap. So what's the um uh, the gamer graphic artist? Do you remember oh, that one?
1: That happens to pertain to one of our daughters. <laughs>
0: So these people can be in the bathroom for hours, but when they emerge, they have conquered a new game level or created a new animated masterpiece. They have maybe missed all their online schooling, thanks to COVID, (laughs) classes because they were in that bathroom, but they created something. That's right. (laughs) Have Have you noticed no one has commented since we started talking about poop? I know.
1: That's why I didn't want to talk about it. Nobody wants to talk about poop.
0: I think they secretly do, though.
1: Well, I feel like
0: methane poop, spontaneous combustion poop, it's all linked, really.
1: You know what I didn't mention in my, my uh, blog post?
0: No, what?
1: The sprayer. My- the sprayer.
0: What's the sprayer?
1: The person that somehow gets poop particles on the very back Top of the toilet. Like,
0: <laughs> that's, like true. Just, that's like they just months. went
1: in there.
0: You crossed the line right there. You cross the line.
1: And they were so full of gas.
0: Methane. They're <laughs> almost ready to spontaneously combust.
1: Almost. Hmm. Are there any are there any categories in your list that we haven't talked about yet?
0: There's a ton of categories, but we're not gonna talk about them.
1: Because loving
0: the strange is about loving weird things and opposites attracting and loving weird topics like spontaneously combusting and poop types. And we may not know everything that there is to know about methane, Jack Raymond, or um, (laughs) anything, honestly.
1: I did not know that at all
0: okay so during our live podcast those of you who are listening not live and on audio and not video john bell my favorite new human and sean's bff from high school said that sean doesn't know this but he used to take off all his clothes to go number two until he was 20 years old and that's why he'd almost never go poopy doopies anywhere but home he'd drive 20 to 30 minutes from anywhere (laughs) but home to
1: go i did not know that (laughs) Honest to god and now you know you just learned
0: something about your you know what's funny
1: you know what's funny is that because when i was you know in that age bracket he was totally my best friend and now Uh one of one of my more my closest associates is the same way although he he doesn't have to drive home he just takes off all his clothes, no matter where he
0: is he doesn't care where he is he just wants to step beyond the john bell that is so funny it's amazing as liz graves says yay poop that's right yay poop for our
1: everybody loves a good poop there's nothing better
0: I don't believe
1: that. Well the whole the whole the whole reasoning behind my my um uh, my what the hell was it?
0: I have no idea what you're talking about. What
1: I wrote. Uh, Pod,
0: blo- blog post.
1: Blog, blog post, post yes. because get I up with that
0: hit terminology, because, Sean. Come because on, dude.
1: I, I hadn't pooped for like two days.
0: No one wants to know that, old man. No I'm one. All, grandpa. I'm no. all caught up.
1: I'm all caught up now. <laughs> but i was really wondering what was going because i'm a regular i'm a regular pooper
0: once again the line you're crossing the line
1: i always cross the line that's why you're with
0: me It is? yeah really yeah i did not know that are you, you sure
1: you should know that <laughs> you just said no matter how shitty you ma- oh <gasps> how, how language. Cra- How how crappy you make me feel. You make my life an adventure.
0: You do. You do indeed make my life an adventure. And as Doug Marshall says, next week, prostate issues. No, I'm
1: not addressing that because I find myself having to stand in front of the toilet more longer and longer to pee nowadays. So we're not talking about prostate stuff.
0: Is that a prostate thing?
1: Yeah, I'm female. pretty sure. Okay, all right, cool. I'm pretty sure that once you really, really, really start having issues, you actually just kind of sit down <laughs> to go oh, pee.
0: <laughs>
1: why yeah. stand up for 20 minutes?
0: Oh, that sounds terrible. See, he said
1: Doug said exactly.
0: <laughs> I thought it was hard being a female, but maybe it's harder being a male. I don't know.
1: Well, females always sit down, so what's the difference?
0: I don't know, but I know that, like, in my grade...
1: Men like to write their name in the snow, and when they can't do that anymore, it's like, might as well kill themselves.
0: (laughs) I know in my grade school, one of the biggest insults that people, like, lofted around to other guys was that he pees sitting down, and I never understood that, and you don't need to go into that, because I feel like we might be crossing some more lines, but, like, it always, I was like, why wouldn't you... That seems so much more comfortable.
1: <laughs> it is more comfortable, but men like to stand up because it, it's sort of a man thing, I guess. Because Like only a men... macho
0: thing, an alpha dog thing. Like, or... not
1: only men can do it. A woman could straddle a toilet. And oh, stand you up totally
0: and can. There was this girl yeah. in my poli sci class in at Bates and she, in the middle of this political theory conversation about um, Guta and Derrida, she was like, i Uh, fell asleep sean kelly she was like i pee standing up i remember when i just pulled down my pants and peed off the side of the boat like the boys did and everybody but blah 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 and my poli side teacher was so into this that now i think about it as creepy but girls can totally pee standing up
1: yes but it's not creepy babe
0: no, <clears throat> you it's just have it's, to take your underwear all the way off.
1: No, it's a male, it's a male, uh, it's a male privilege thing, really. It's like oh, no,
0: you didn't see my poli sci professor. No, stop. About it was I creepy. Don't,
1: I don't care about that, but uh, it's like men can pee standing up, uh, and 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 soci sociology wise, like societal wise, that's the common thing. Women don't pee standing up. But so they when can. a so when a man has to to answer your question of when you were in grade school or middle school or high school, whenever you it heard was it,
0: college,
1: college, whenever well, a the man, the Michaela story, yeah, when no, when a man pees oh, yeah. down, he's being relegated negatively to the, the right? step exactly.
0: That's so ridiculous. Yes. And because it, it creates is. a hierarchy of worth as male better than woman. But when right? a
1: man's like 50 plus, <laughs> it gets, really, you know, when I say, when I get out of bed and right before we go to bed, I'm like, I'm going to go pee. And I'm in there for like three minutes. <laughs> and and that's why, when I was younger. I just
0: younger, thought you were on your
1: phone. Well, No, I don't take my phone to go pee like you do. I don't sit down. I'm not going to sit down. I'll stand there for 10 minutes. I don't care. But. That's exactly, that's exactly what it is. It's like, it's age, it's prostate and you can't, you can't stop it. It happens. So, so when you, it's, you end up peeing, sitting down and and it's just nature. But when you're young in college or high school or grammar school or middle school, it's a, it's a negative thing for a dude. That's so silly.
0: You both are so silly.
1: Guys are proud of the fact that they can whip it out anywhere and just pee.
0: I kind of feel like all our female listeners should just pee
1: standing up from now on. Well, they should, yeah. Because what do you do if you're out on if you're down in Florida and you're living the good life and you're out on a boat fishing and you gotta pee? You friggin' stand on the edge of the boat and pull your pants down and squat and pee. Your your boat doesn't
0: have a little porta potty thing?
1: Well, if it's big enough, it does, but. We're not that wealthy, so our boat's not gonna. Oh, uh, we are that show. wealthy. We're
0: gonna have a quarter bottle. <laughs> okay. In. If we ever fine. go back to Florida and hang out with John, a no.
1: lot of boats don't. You just pee over the side. <gasps> it's okay. Everybody, no, it's not. everybody turns their head.
0: I feel like that's not good for the ocean. It doesn't hurt the ocean. Everything hurts the ocean. Think about nah. the pH balance in the ocean right now. Just the plastic. No, no, the trawling, everything. You wanna preserve that ocean. You don't wanna pee in it. You don't wanna pee on your snapper.
1: <laughs> no, you don't wanna pee on your snapper because then your boyfriend's gonna be like, ooh, you smell like pee. But
0: <laughs> I, I feel like that when we above my head. And so <laughs> hey, let's end the podcast now. Thanks for hanging All out right, with thank us. You.
1: <laughs> thank you so much, people.
0: For those of you who who gave us comments, like Dean Doug and Liz and John and Jack, I can't tell you how much we appreciate you. And for everybody who else who hangs out and listens to us live or after the fact, thank you. You make Sean Sean super happy and me too. Oh, I
1: love doing this stuff.
0: You can tell. He just put his arms out in a Christ like
1: pose. It's not nerves, John Bell. I love doing it. I might have been nervous back in the day, but right now, I'm a ham. (laughs) I love doing this. He's a wicked ham.
0: (laughs) We love you, too, John. We love you, too, and everybody else.
1: Someday in the near future, we'll be down there.
0: I only hope, because I'm tired of Maine right now. (laughs) I mean I love Maine, but I need to get out.
1: We haven't left our house in over a year. (laughs)
0: It's been hard. It's so
1: hard.
0: (laughs) And we love you, Sam. Thanks a lot for listening.
1: Have a great weekend. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Loving the Strange. Please be sure to like and subscribe. And remember, embrace the strange. New episodes every Saturday, live streaming Fridays. Go get your strange on, friends. Thanks for listening.